It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The 2020 season did not quite go as planned for Reds fans as the playoffs ended abruptly in the wild card round. Now the Reds are left to pick up the pieces during the offseason and fix a lineup that was the worst in Major League Baseball. How are they going to do it? What are they going to do? Rumors, transactions, news, all here on the Locked On Reds podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Carr. Let's go. What is going on, Reds fans? Welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. On today's show, we're going to talk about some options for the Reds in the free agent market. Now, I know we've talked a lot about the shortstop position and how the Reds need to hit that free agent market with shortstops. I want to look at pitching. Some possibilities for the Reds to throw into the mix as a fifth starter or in the case of a couple of these guys, maybe even higher than the fifth slot. We're going to talk about that today. I also want to talk about these odds that just came out for the uh, all of Major League Baseball for each team to win its division. I don't know if you saw this or not, but the Reds are the favorites. Now, they're not like huge favorites in the Central, but the Reds are the favorites to win the NL Central. We're going to talk about that as well on today's podcast. But before we get into all of that, make sure that you are subscribed on whatever podcasting platform you're currently listening to. Hit that subscribe button. That way you don't miss anything that I've got for you this offseason. We're covering the Reds from all angles all offseason long. Also, follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and follow the show at Locked on Reds and save the Locked on Reds line number into your phone at 513 513- Five four nine zero one five nine. All right, so let, let's start off with the big one. So the last podcast episode, we talked about the guys who are vying for that fifth rotation spot. I talked about the in-house options like Michael Lorenzen, TJ Antone, even dark horses like Jose De Leon and Jeff Hoffman, and what kind of role Nick Lodolo and Hunter Green could play in that spot in 2021. But today... It's an interesting day because we're looking at outside of the organization options. We we talked a lot about who the Reds can go and sign from the shortstop spot, whether it be Marcus Simeon or Didi Gregorius or Angelton Simmons. I haven't really talked about other positions. I've mentioned eh, maybe they get some bullpen depth with low-cost guys. Maybe they get a, a bench bat, maybe a left-handed bench bat, something like that. Those are your typical needs. Those are your typical for any Major League Baseball team needs when it comes to the offseason. The Reds are in an interesting position because they had probably the best rotation. I mean, it was arguably one of the best rotations in all of baseball last season. This year, they have some holes. This year, they don't necessarily know who's going to fill out that fifth spot. And I keep penciling in Wade Miley in the fourth spot. But depending on if the Reds were to go out and get one of these guys we're going to talk about today, that could move him back to the fifth spot, which would be ideal. If I were the Reds 
and if I'm looking at this, do I really want to deplete my bullpen further by putting Michael Lorenzen or TJ Antone? in the fifth spot. Now, don't get me wrong. They're good pitchers. And as Michael Lorenzen has stated, he has an ambition to be a starter. And TJ Antone coming up through the minors, that's all he did. He was a starter. But on the other end of the spectrum, they showed their value coming out of the bullpen in the case of Michael Lorenzen for the last couple of years. And TJ Antone showed it to us in 2020. So do we really want to deplete that? especially when there are options out there. We're starting off, of course, with the guy that I ended the last podcast with. That's Corey Kluber. We're talking about a man who hasn't pitched a lot in the last couple of seasons. In fact, the difference between you, me, and Corey Kluber is that Corey Kluber pitched exactly one inning in 2020 for the Texas Rangers. That's right. It's not as if we're talking about a dude who has pitched a lot, but because of that, because of the recent injury history that he has dealt with, a couple of different ones, he should be a low-cost option. The kind of guy who garners, let's say, an incentive-laden contract. Like, it starts out at a certain number, but based on how many starts that he can give a team, he gets more money. That is a perfect scenario for the Reds to swoop in and grab him. That's a perfect kind of idea for the Reds to go out and grab an established dude who has won multiple Cy Youngs in his career back in 2014 and in 2017. So it's not that far removed from his success. It's just been injuries that have plagued him. So if he can prove that he's healthy, you sign him for what the Reds would even deem as a friendly contract, a one-year incentive-laden contract, and you plug him into the rotation, probably in the fourth spot right behind Tyler Malley, and see what happens. See if Derek Johnson and Eric Jagers and Kyle Bodie can fix whatever ails him physically so far as whether it's mechanics that have caused his injuries or whatever have you. I, I think that's an amazing idea. And if you tell me that the Reds go out and do that today, they bring in Corey Kluber, the rotation is set. And it, when you look at the move that was just made by the Chicago White Sox a few days ago, signing Liam Hendricks, which, by the way, was a crazy deal, four years, $54 million. That's a lot for a closer, at least based on what the Reds have been doing. I mean, they got rid of Archie Bradley and – Bryce Iglesias, who, when you put those two guys together, we're going to make somewhere around $15, 16000000 million between the two of them. So when you're talking about one dude making $12 million, yeah, the Reds aren't going for that. However, the, uh, the reason I bring up the White Sox and Liam Hendricks is the headline in The Athletic after they made that move, White Sox sign Hendricks take over Central. Really? A closer? That's all it takes? That's where we are in the Central. That's the AL Central, but you can literally carbon copy right now, AL Central, NL Central. The Reds go out and sign Corey Kluber today. They're probably even further along so far as favorites. I mentioned that the Reds are betting favorites to win the NL Central in 2021. We'll talk about that here in just a minute in more detail, but really? I mean, go get Corey Kluber right now. You sign a shortstop and you sign Corey Kluber? Boy, oh boy, we're printing playoff tickets then. 
based on what everybody's looking at with this division. So don't tell me that the Reds can't go out and make a move and really get us excited, really get the fan base energized, but at the same time prove their value in the division. Corey Kluber is a perfect example of that because you sign him and you stabilize the rotation. Don't get me wrong. Michael Lorenzo and TJ Anton, they've got the talent to be starters, but when they slot into that fifth spot, you then have question marks. Can they do it for an entire year? Can they hold out? Can they provide you consistent performances from April to September? That's a huge question mark for guys who well, – Antone's only pitched one year in the majors, but primarily out of the bullpen, and Michael Lorenzen pitching primarily out of the bullpen. That's a big ask and probably not something that you're going to get a good answer to. Now, there are some other options out there, not just Corey Kluber. I want to talk about those here in just a minute, but I kind of teased this at the beginning. And this is kind of a tease for what's going to be coming as spring training gets closer, a segment that I will begin to introduce throughout the season, Jeff's Bets, how you can bet on baseball and make some money on it. And yeah, no, I mean, we're not Pete Rose, so we're not going to get banned from the Hall of Fame or anything like that. But this is involving our official sports gambling sponsor, betonline.ag, and they have just come out with their odds to win the NL Central. And guess what? The Reds are the favorites, right? Is that not surprising to you? Are you sitting there and you're saying, oh my gosh, well, of course, Jeff, of course I'm taking the Reds as the favorites to win the NL Central. Because most of us, I think that's a surprise. In fact, I put up a poll on Twitter.com at LockdownReds. Seeing if you're surprised or if you think, well, duh, of course the Reds are the favorites. And most people are surprised, including myself. Because when you look at the numbers that betonline.ag has, they are pretty close, but they give the Reds an edge. The Reds are plus 225. So in case you're not up on the betting lingo and the betting numbers and all that stuff, plus 225 means if you were to bet $100 on the Reds winning the NL Central today, and they did indeed win the Central in 2021, that bet would pay you back $225 on top of the $100. So at the end of the day, you'd have $325. That's pretty solid. It's a slight uh, advantage above the Chicago Cubs and the St. Louis Cardinals, which actually betonline.ag has the Cardinals at second best at plus 250, the Cubs at plus 275, and the Milwaukee Brewers at plus 325. For reference, when you look at the rest of the divisions around the league, that's really, really close for the top three teams. In fact, the rest of the divisions do not have that close of a margin. I mean, you could look at the East. They've got the Braves and the Mets neck and neck, but really they don't have three teams because when you look at the Nationals, they think that the Nationals are far below what the Braves and the Mets do. And then you go out to the NL West and it's the Dodgers and the Padres and everybody else is just happy to be here. But betonline.ag has the Reds favored to win the NL Central at plus 225 right now. And if you think that that's good, if you think that that's something you want to go check out, head over to betonline.ag, set up your account and enter the promo code locked on to get 50% more on your initial deposit. And then you can put it on the Reds because I'm telling you, if you like it right now, if you like plus 225, I'd lock it in. 
because it's going to go down. Like your your payout's going to go down as the offseason goes on because the Reds are going to get that shortstop. And they may, in fact, go out and get one of these guys we're talking about for the pitching staff. So go lock it in right now and lock it in at the official sports betting sponsor of the Locked On Podcast Network. That's betonline.ag. They've got all kinds of great odds when you look at the games happening today, whether it be in the NBA, the NCAA, or this weekend with the NFL playoffs. If you want to make a couple of bucks on the sports knowledge that you have in your brain, there is no better spot on the internet than betonline.ag. And like I mentioned, when you set up your account initially, put in the promo code locked on, you'll get 50% more on that initial deposit. So you know, you put in 50 bucks, they'll give you another 25. You put in 100, they'll give you another 50. You get the picture. Promo code locked on for 50% more on your deposit at betonline.ag, the official sports gambling sponsor of the Locked On Podcast Network. And it's that time of year again. It's cold, it's winter, lots of bad weather out there, lots of uh, annoying things that your car doesn't like. I mean, raise your hand if your car's ever broken down in winter. Let the record show everybody's raising their hand. This is the time when your car really hates being outside. And because of that, you probably need to do a little work on it. Maybe you need to get it ready, or maybe you're already in a spot where you got to fix something on your car. I got an idea where you get your part from. Check out rockauto.com. They've got all the parts that your car will ever need, and they're going to deliver it right to your door. Plus, when you go on their website, they've got all the best low prices when it comes to your favorite car part brands. Or maybe you're not that car savvy. Maybe you're not that tech savvy. Check out rockauto.com. They've got an easy-to-use interface that will help you find the part that you need for your car. You just drop down with your make, your model, and they'll have a list of every single part for your car. Check them out, rockauto.com. And when you're in the checkout section, in the How'd You Hear About Us area, Type on Locked On. That way they know that your pal Jeff from the Locked On Reds podcast sent you. That's Locked On in the How'd You Hear About Us section of rockauto.com. So we talked about Corey Kluber in the early part of this episode, looking at some free agent options the Reds could go after. Not necessarily high dollar guys, but maybe the cost effective. I know we, we all hate to say those words and say, oh, hey, we're, we're advocating for our team to spend less money here. But these are guys that, let's be honest, they fit into the whole mantra of the Reds being cheap, but they actually bring with them pretty decent performances, or at least the upside of decent performances. Now, this guy isn't quite as high upside as Corey Kluber, but he brings stability and we know him. He was a red at the beginning of his career, and he's a free agent this season as the Diamondbacks bought out his contract. I'm talking, of course, about Mike Leak. Now, part of this is, of course, I think that the Reds could get him on a decent size contract. He opted out of 2020. He did not pitch last season. He opted out not wanting to deal with the whole COVID-shortened season. But on the other end of the spectrum, he did make... In his last year of pitching, he did make $15 million. So hopefully, in this scenario, the Reds would be able to talk him down significantly, maybe like half of that. Maybe they give him $8 million, something like that. So the, the good news is he's healthy. So you don't have to worry about the typical risks like you would with Corey Kluber. 
On the other end of the spectrum, his upside is a lot lower than Corey Kluber. Pretty much for his entire career, he's been the same guy. We're looking at a Mike Leak who everywhere he's been, he's been right around 3.7 to 4.3 in the ERA range. Now, in 2019, he saw his fielding independent pitching, his FIP, tick up a little bit to 5.19. His ERA stayed about the same at 4.2, but he's never been that strikeout guy. His strikeout rate has always been low, but his walk rate has actually gone down in recent years as well. It's a solid back-of-the-rotation option for the Reds. Supposing they, they, they can get him on a cost-effective contract, that may be one of the reasons he hasn't signed yet. Maybe he's holding out for a bigger deal. That's really not something that I have the ability to project, of course, unless I was able to talk directly to Mike Leak. But on the other end of the spectrum, I mentioned that part of it is I think the Reds can get him on a deal. The other part of it is, weirdly, I had a dream the other day that the Reds were playing and Mike Leak was pitching. Maybe it's just my mind remembering old times. I, I don't know. But I could see it. I could see the Reds going after and putting Mike Leak at the end of the rotation and solidifying the five guys for 2021. And then you also have the depth. The, look, I'm not, I'm not saying that the Reds don't have talent in-house to fill that fifth rotation spot. But if they go out and they sign one of these guys, then they fill out the depth of the rotation. You're going to need more than five guys this season that you typically do in every year, but especially this year after a shortened season in which guys really never got probably ramped up totally, unless you're Trevor Bauer, who won the Cy Young. But it's going to be a year unlike any other simply because it's following a shortened season. So the more... MLB caliber starters you have on your team, the better off you're going to be. That's why I want the Reds to go after one of these guys. And Mike Leak would slot in pretty decently as a stable rotation option. And one more name, one more name that I'm going to give you here today that I, I think would be very interesting. He would definitely be low cost. He pitched for the Tigers last year, and he only pitched in a couple of games because he wasn't very good. But his spin rate was still up. He fits the mold of the Spincinnati idea because he still had a pretty above average spin rate. I'm talking about the Wiley vet, Ivan Nova. Now Nova has pretty extensive experience in the central. So that is something that I would like, not necessarily like the main checkpoint with a pitcher, but that's a nice little bonus in a guy that you could sign for very cheap off the free agent market. Like if you look at his baseball savant, webpage for Eva Nova, pretty much everything was down last year. But this would be a guy that the Reds would show they're still betting on Derek Johnson and Eric Jagers and Kyle Bodie in that they could take him and maybe remake his career a little bit. His velocity wasn't great. His fastball was at 92 right around there, and his sinker was right there as well. But he is a sinker baller, so you've, you're getting yourself a ground ball pitcher when he pitches the contact, and he's a reclamation Project. He does kind of have a low floor in this case, definitely not as high a floor as Corey Kluber if Corey Kluber's healthy, and maybe not as high a upside as Corey Kluber either, but he'd be a solid option. A vet in the back of this rotation, back there with Wade Miley, 
He'd be an interesting low-cost candidate. Again, he only made a million and a half last season with the Tigers. Now, that is prorated, but still, what's that prorated from? It's not very high. I think the Reds could get him on a pretty cheap deal. But those are three names that I'm looking at. The Red Reporter also put up Tyler Chatwood. Go check that out. Wick Terrell had a nice write-up about why the Reds should go after Tyler Chatwood. But there are options out there. I'm not saying that one is better than the other. Although I'd really like them to go get Corey Kluber. He's probably better than the other two guys I talked about today. But on the whole, I want them to go sign one more guy for the rotation. Give me a shortstop and give me a rotation guy and let's go after 2021. I get it. We're not going out and seeing the Reds spend $140, $160 million again. That's not going to happen. But if they go and they get a rotation piece, a shortstop, and maybe I don't know, something depth-wise for the bullpen or the bench – Aren't you excited about that? Is that something that we can get behind? I think so. And we'll see. Hopefully here soon, that is the case for the Cincinnati Reds. And like I mentioned earlier with the plus 225 odds, if they go out and they do these things, your payout's going to go down. So if you're betting on the Reds to win the NL Central this year, go to betonline.ag and lock it in right now. All right, that's going to do it, though, for us here today on the next podcast for the Locked On Reds. We are going to be talking about some mailbag questions and reactions and comments and everything that you've got. Send them to me at 513-549-0159 or at Jeff Carr with three Fs and at Locked On Reds on Twitter. Maybe you've got an option. Who are you looking at on the free agent list? Don't give me Trevor Bauer. Like, I get it. Yes, if the Reds go get Trevor Bauer, they're going to be amazing. But I'm talking about some guys that you might think maybe don't make $30 million a year. Just just kind of the criteria there. Maybe, you know, starters that make less than $10 million per year, at least on their uh, non-incentive-based contract side. Who do you have in that area? What are your thoughts on what the Reds should do in the next coming months before everybody reports for spring training? What will make you excited about 2021? Let me know. Lockdown Reds line or on Twitter as the next episode will be mostly mailbag stuff. I'm sure there will be other news to cover as well. Oh, yeah. Speaking of other news, Archie Bradley is now a Philly. He signed a one-year $6 million deal. <sighs> Take with that what you will. All right. On that disappointment, it's time to end. Thank you so much for listening to the Lockdown Reds podcast. I will talk to all of you very soon. Let's go, Reds. Hey. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.